I'm Grace Tory, and you're listening to That Girl the Podcast. Grab a beverage of choice and settle in, because the new episode is starting now. Hey guys, what is up? It's your girl, Grace Tory, and I'm back with a whole new podcast episode. In today's podcast episode, we are going to be talking about how to become an it girl. So you probably have seen the trend all over everything about becoming an it girl, and you're probably wondering, what is that, or how do I do that, or what does it entail? And I'm here to answer all of those questions for you. I scoured Pinterest and the internet to see what everyone thought an it girl was and what their best tips were, and I compiled it into a huge master list that we're going to dive into and talk about right now. So if you are not following already on whatever platform you're on, don't forget to follow to get more tips on how to become the best version of yourself as well as motivational topics and things like that. I upload every single Wednesday and Sunday. We have a wonderful community of women in their 20s who are all working to become the best version of ourselves. So I'd love it if you joined. I don't really have any life updates, nothing really crazy going on. It's like that between Thanksgiving and Christmas vibe where no one really wants to do anything but Christmas but we still have to go to work and things like that so we're just all making it through. Oh I do have a life update. I want to say thank you so 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 much. Spotify wrapped came out today and when I tell you I cried literally at work at my desk me trying to be sneaky getting on my Spotify wrapped and just crying. It's fine. I love you so much. Thank you for any ounce of support that you give me. It is just like the best feeling in the world literally the best present you could ever get me is just like leaving a like or a follow or commenting just like engaging in any way showing that you enjoyed the content or the podcast really it makes my heart so happy so seeing all of that compiled into a cute little powerpoint for me made me so happy i didn't realize the amount of reach that we had not that i like didn't but like I don't know I didn't know it was as big as it is so you guys literally made me cry so thank you for that um you guys are awesome and I hope one day they do an apple podcast wrapped because I want to see like I want to see what the vibes are over there too I don't want you guys to be left out but yeah that's pretty much it that's all I have in terms of updates so let's go ahead and jump on into the episode so from what I gathered on what an it girl is slash my own opinion is it is someone who gives off big main character energy just knows who they are and what they want is independent and doesn't really have major like codependency issues or they don't show it and they just radiate positive energy and I kind of want to add this is my own opinion I feel like an it girl is someone who doesn't only feel good on the outside they feel good on the inside and that allows them to shine because it's coming from within so all of my tips are just like literally so many and they're ranging from style to environment to health to self-care like we've got everything in here and hopefully you leave this not feeling overwhelmed but feeling excited to implement some of these but I have all the all the tea on this so let me know what your definition of an it girl is I would love to hear it I'll definitely post something on Instagram and say like what do you think an it girl is and you can comment down below um, once I get that up but it maybe it'll be tonight maybe it'll be tomorrow depends on how much I get done tonight but I definitely want you guys to be a part of the conversation and it'll definitely be a question on Spotify and if you're on YouTube comment down below what you think I try to make this versatile for everyone anyway we're gonna go ahead and jump right in we're gonna do style because it is the shortest. We'll kind of go from like shortest to longest, I think. 
So first, for style, the very first thing is an it girl finds their style and what makes them feel confident. So it's not just about what's trending, it's about what you feel confident in, what fits your body type, what you enjoy. Like, it doesn't have to be a trend. It girls don't always follow the trend. More often, they create the trends. So don't be afraid to do things that are fun and funky and out of your comfort zone. If it makes you feel confident, then girl, rock it. Definitely finding your style is 100% like where to start when it comes to having that quote-unquote it girl style because when you find what you feel comfortable in what you feel confident in and what you gravitate towards you can build off of that which kind of is my next tip and that's to have a capsule wardrobe so if you don't know what a capsule wardrobe is from my understanding of it it is just like some essential items that you can mix and match so like maybe a core white t-shirt that you can wear with like five different pairs of pants and then like a pair of jean shorts that you can wear with like five different things so instead of getting very unique things that you can only wear with like one thing and then you just kind of sit in your closet you get a bunch of items that you can mix and match a lot um so that's what a capsule wardrobe would be going along with that your clothes should be quality over quantity that's one thing i've noticed among like the it girl trends is they have quality items rather than like quantity fast fashion items so definitely invest in those capsule wardrobe items you're not getting as many items you're just getting more like better quality items so that is a big thing for sure if you haven't worn it in a year, donate it. That's a really good role. I need to go implement that. I need to go through my closet. Literally, that's on the list of things to do this week. But stop holding on to items. One thing you can do, because I know for me, I really struggle with letting go of things. Like, I'm like, oh, I wore this to this concert. It was such a good time. I can't get rid of it. Someone told me this, and I've heard a lot of people say it now. It's kind of like a thing. But what you're holding on to is the energy, not the item itself. Like, the energy it holds. So what you do is you think that item, which may sound silly, but just be like, thank you for these memories. And then you let go of it and it kind of releases that energy and gives you a sense of peace and you don't feel as much of a connection to it. So if you haven't worn it in a year, be ruthless, donate it. There's someone who needs it more than you do, I promise. And if you don't wear it anymore and you're just keeping it for the memories, it's not doing anyone any good just sitting in your closet. So you know, pass it on. Let someone else make some awesome memories in it as well. This one seems kind of silly, but let me tell you, it boosts my confidence. I'm not even kidding. Uh, get cute PJs. On that same note, get cute lingerie. I literally have bought cute lingerie for myself since I was like single and it has nothing to do with like a man or like pleasing the male gaze or it's not like sexual at all it's more to build my confidence like I feel badass when I have on lingerie I feel more beautiful I feel more confident when I buy a set of pajamas or a beautiful set of lingerie that like is my style because there's all different types like you can get stuff that like covers your stomach if you're more uh, stomach self-conscious you can get more modest things you can get super revealing things like it's totally up to you and you're wearing it in the comfort of your home no one's gonna see it I personally think it's a great way to build your self-confidence um, and if you aren't like comfortable with that then like maybe it's something you should do to build your confidence with it you can start small but cute PJs and lingerie I feel like are a must and 
a great place to start when you're trying to build your confidence and wear things out of your comfort zone because you're wearing it in the comfort of your home. Like, I get it because it makes me feel good. I could care less what Josh thinks about it, you know? So another thing, and this is the final tip in the style category, it's to make a Pinterest style board before you like totally buy that capsule wardrobe. When you're trying to figure out your style, make a Pinterest board because I made a Pinterest board. Well, you guys know that I make a Pinterest board every single season because I do a podcast episode on what I think the fall fashion trends are going to be for the season. And when I do that, I make a Pinterest board and it kind of works out because when I look at it, um, I tend to gravitate towards those more trendy things and be on trend. Like it's just something that I personally enjoy and my personal style aligns with. So when I look at that, I can kind of say, hey, a lot of this is showing up. Maybe I should buy something for my capsule wardrobe that is like this because I'm gonna wear it a bunch of times and it's gonna match a bunch of different outfits. Like I did that with a plaid skirt, which is a little bit less capsule, a little bit more one time, but the plaid, was like a very versatile kind that's kind of more natural and muted than like an in-your-face plaid. So that's something that I just bought myself that I've already worn with a bunch of different outfits that has been great and I totally pulled it from my fall Pinterest board for style. So if you haven't made a style board yet, definitely get on it and start to get your know yourself and see what you gravitate towards naturally because I promise you, you have a personal style. You just may not have explored it yet. And when you just are looking at pictures and being like, yes, no, like a hundred percent Pinterest is like Tinder, but for your outfits, like you can just be like, save. Ew, I hate that. Save. Not for me. Save. And then you can go through your board later and be like, wait, I really like this. And then sometimes it has links, but honestly, you know, you can find a lot of stuff thrifting and things like that. So you don't have to buy directly on Pinterest, but get that style board going. So next we are going to talk about your environment. So the, the environment you live in, who you surround yourself with, all of those things are what we are going to be talking about. So one thing that if you are not doing, please implement. It'll make your life so much easier talking from someone who may be the messiest girly out there. I make a mess, but I know how to clean it up. And the reason I know how to clean it up is because I clean up messes as soon as I make them. So definitely do that. If you are in the living room and you get a blanket out of the throw blanket area and then you pull this out and then you're doing a puzzle and then you grab your remote, when you're done in your living room, put that throw blanket back where it goes, put that puzzle away, put your remote in its designated area, blow out the candle, do all of the things when you leave the living room so that you're not getting behind and then it's Sunday and you have to clean your entire house and you have to pick up all those things and it takes like a hundred times longer because you piled all of this mess. Just do it when you're in the middle of it. Like put your dishes away right after you finish cooking, like clean them and put them away. Do all the things like that. Just do things as you go and then you won't have a huge pile of things to do every day. You could also implement cleaning 10 to 15 minutes a day every day, but if you do that on top of cleaning up mess as soon as you make it, your house will be so much cleaner, your environment will be so much cleaner, and when your environment's clean, you just have a clearer head, you have more time to focus on other things, you're not as stressed, at least that's what I've experienced. So this is probably my most important tip when it comes to keeping your house tiny. Next, we are going to get into kind of a heavy topic. I'm gonna be a little bit hard on you, but you need to evaluate your relationships. 
what are you really getting out of them? Is it you giving and not receiving anything back? Is it tumultuous 99% of the time? Is it a supportive relationship? What do your relationships look like? Because we only have the energy for relationships that are supportive of us and kind towards us and are mutual and not one-sided in 2024. So going into the new year, it's a great opportunity to evaluate your relationships because let me tell you, an it girl is spending time making her dreams happen and working on herself and having fun with her friends. She's not stressing and crying and freaking out. Like I'm not saying there's not gonna be hard times in relationships and friendships and all of that because that's normal. Like it's normal to get in fights. It's normal to have little tiffs. But if your entire relationship is built on you being the only one who reaches out or fights or just negative energy where no one's getting anything out of it, then maybe it's time to let them go. Like I heard this thing the other day, I think it might've been from the bad broadcast, but I honestly can't remember. But if you're in a friendship where neither one of you are getting anything, like you're just fighting and butting heads and it's one-sided or whatever, then you ending that friendship is doing them a service like you're honestly helping each other out by staying in the relationship you're doing each other a disservice which i never thought of it that way because i kind of thought of like if you like leave a friendship or end a friendship you are hurting someone and doing them a disservice but if the relationship isn't serving anyone then yeah you need to end it it's doing a disservice not to so thinking about it that way really helped reframe it but evaluate your relationships and question like what would be most appropriate and what is needed going forward on that same note in general stop people pleasing i talked about this in my last episode but stop being a people pleaser being kind and being honest is all that you need to do you don't owe anyone people pleasing does not help anyone it hurts you all it does is hurt you honestly it may help them in the moment it may be beneficial in the moment but you're doing everyone a disservice by people pleasing so stop it you're better than that set those boundaries Okay, you got this queen. So one thing that I'm really bad at that I'm working on that I think would also be beneficial if you're working to become an it girl, and obviously some of this is internal and like it's super deep, but I wanted to cover everything. When I say we're diving into all the aspects of becoming the main character, it girl that you wanna become, I'm talking about all of it, including the shadow work. But one thing that I struggle with is seeing people for who they are and not who they have the potential to become. So what I'm telling you and what we are going to work on together is seeing people for who they are. I have the worst problem with this, especially with friendships. Someone will do me dirty and I'll be like, no, no, they have so much potential. Like they could be so nice. Like they've been so nice before. And it's like, yeah, maybe one time they were nice, but they aren't nice in general. Like, <laughs> you know, it, they have the potential to be amazing. This is a big thing when it comes to, like, boyfriend-girlfriend, like, thinking about who you're going to marry. Um, if they say they're going to get a job and then for a year they don't get a job, you're looking at the potential of who they can become and you're not looking at who they are. And you are in love with that potential. You're not in love with the person in front of you. And that's something that I had to learn the hard way. I had to learn through like young love and whatever and like I'm, I'm grown now like I took that lesson I learned from it I'm in a wonderful relationship I love my boyfriend we've been together forever but as the experienced queen woman whatever you want to call it that I am I'm telling you see people for who they are and not for who the potential 
they have to become i worded that so weird but you know what i'm i'm getting at like it's a hard pill to swallow but genuinely reflect on that that would be a good journal prop prompt like who are you looking at the potential of and not the actual person because girl it's a problem like once you find out you're doing it it's, it's like ah, i need to stop but i can't and it's hard but we'll we'll get through this we're working on it together okay one thing that i've been doing lately that an it girl definitely does is prioritize peace we aren't about that drama we aren't about that negativity we end up in chaotic situations because that's what life is like life has ups and downs and it's totally fine to pivot and go with the flows of life but prioritize peace prioritize minding your own business being kind being at peace that's all you got to do when you start looking for the peace in life and the simplicity and the love and the chill and the just like the simple things that make you happy and you're not prioritizing the drama and the chaos your life becomes so much more happy and content and peaceful and ugh, come to the dark side like we ladies who prioritize peace we love it over here and we would love for you to join us because we are so much happier i promise this one is such a good tip remember your power and your influence on people and situations remember who you are I have imposter syndrome. I have such a hard time remembering who I am. And more often than not, I am so qualified to be in the situations I am in. I'm maybe overqualified to be in some of the situations I am in. But my imposter syndrome creeps up and tells me I'm not. So remember your power. Remember who you are. Remember the influence that you have on those around you. Remember how worthy you are. Because when you start remembering that, I promise you, you're going to be so much more confident. You're going to strut into situations and you are going to own them. And you are going to be an it girl because she remembers her power. She remembers her worth and she remembers who she is. So that is such a good one. Like I'm just hyped up over here. I'm sorry if on the pod, like I sound like I'm giving a TED talk or something crazy that just hypes me up. And I'm just like rolling through these points because I do have quite a bit, but I, I don't know that one hyped me up. So I thought this one was a good one, an interesting one. And one that I definitely believe when you clean, you are making space energetically for new things to come into your life. When your life is cluttered or when your room space, wherever your office, closet, whatever, when all that's cluttered, your energy is going to be cluttered. Your life is going to be cluttered. But when you clean all that out, you are metaphorically and energetically making space for more things to come in. And it's kind of like a reset. And even if you don't believe me, I promise you, if your space is clean, you are going to feel energetically like you have space to let new things in. Like, you cannot believe me, but try it for yourself. Clean your space and see how you feel energetically. Do you still feel cluttered and over over uh, just like icky overwhelmed or do you feel refreshed and clean and ready for something new to come in because I know how I feel so let's talk about getting tasks done let's talk about it no one likes a to-do list especially me with my ADHD I know it can be rough but reward yourself for tasks girly you got it make yourself a little list and when you get things done reward yourself I like to do it where I divide all my little tasks into like a big task and that big task has four or five little tasks and then when I get all of those four or five done I get myself a fun little treat and it works I definitely am more motivated so don't be afraid to reward yourself for getting things done just do it have some tough love 
I know you don't want to, and I know you're gonna come up with every excuse under the sun. How do I know? Because I'm you. I know, okay? Like, I'm her. I know. I know. I get home from work and I'm like, ah, but I worked so hard today. I have a sinus infection. I'll do it tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. I have to go to the gym. Oh, I have to cook dinner. Oh, I lost XYZ and I need it to get this done. No. No. If you fold every time you don't want to do something, you're not going to get anywhere with anything. So just do it. Literally, just put your big girl pants on and do it. Start with small tasks so that you build your confidence and work your way up. Like, I'll do a couple really small things that'll take me one second. And I'll be like, wow, I've gotten so much done. And then I'll feel motivated to do bigger tasks. Like, I'll start by, like, picking little things up or cleaning off my kitchen counter. And then I'll be like, wow, that already looks so much better. I can sweep now. And then I'll sweep my kitchen, my living room, my foyer, and all these places. And then I'll be like, wow, I can mop now. And then I'll mop. And, like, the tasks will keep getting bigger. But I will have more confidence to get it done and I'll feel more motivated. Okay, switching gears, we're going back to your environment and just like doing new things. You need to get comfortable in discomfort, okay? This, if you're watching, I'm, if you're listening, I'm making like a circle with my hands, okay? This is, this is your comfort zone and where you need to be is way outside the circle, like way up here if you're watching. Your comfort zone is a trap. I mean, like, it's great to be there when you've had a horrible day. I get it. There's there's nothing wrong with living in your comfort zone, but you should not be there all the time. You need to get comfortable with discomfort, try new things, expand your horizons, and that's what goals are for. Like, make sure that you are creating goals that are outside of your comfort zone and expanding your knowledge, your abilities, your confidence, and all of those things, because that's what life's about. I know that it's so easy to just sit in your comfort zone for your entire life. And, you know, I have friends that probably will never leave their comfort zone. And it's fine. I just feel like you're doing yourself a disservice because there's so many beautiful things to experience that you won't experience if you are in your comfort zone and not willing to get out of it. The best thing to do when you are trying to get on a new track, start some new habits, become an it girl, is do a phone or technology detox. I talked about this in my last episode, so I'm not going to go too much into detail, but basically get off your phone, get off the TV, get off all of the things, and just detox. Like, you don't need social media, you don't need reality TV, you don't need your phone especially if you like live with a significant other you can let your mom or whoever know like if you have an emergency just text them i'm gonna get off my phone for a couple hours and you don't have to do it for like days at a time i will do it for like a night and i'll text my mom and be like hey if there's an emergency like god forbid just text josh because he's home from work he's gonna be with me until tomorrow morning um and if you need anything he is happy to relay the message and that way I can have my time I don't have to be on my phone I don't even have to look at my phone because I know everything's taken care of if there's an emergency I'm still gonna be able to hear about it and I don't have to even look at my phone so phone and technology detoxes are so good I'm gonna be implementing them so much more in 2024 because never underestimate them I think I have been underutilizing them and 
they're heavily needed. So we all love familiarity, which is why it's important that you have a strong morning and night routine. It takes 21 days to make a habit, so don't expect this to happen overnight. And you can start with implementing a morning routine and then start with implementing a night routine or start with doing one or two things in the morning and one or two things at night and then building your routine. But every it girl has a strong morning and night routine. We're talking skincare, we're talking water, we're talking going for a run, we're talking all the things you see, it doesn't have to be exactly what you see on TikTok. It doesn't have to be the exact same morning or night routine that your favorite TikToker has. But you got to do something. Like, do something to improve yourself, whether that's writing in your gratitude journal every morning, meditating. Do little things to improve who you are and what you're about every morning. I'm definitely going to get into some great things with self-care and health that are awesome to implement into a morning and night routine um, but having that familiarity and having that routine is going to improve your life so much because once it becomes a habit it's going to be really like subconscious you're just going to do it and it's going to improve your life just because like it's going to improve everything you just kind of have to do it and get into it and build that habit wash your sheets okay you would not believe how many people don't wash their sheets and I'm not like shaming you if you don't wash your sheets at all I'm just telling you maybe you should wash your sheets more so before I had animals and stuff and a boyfriend who's gross and dirty and boys are gross um I wash my sheets once every two weeks and that was you know not using self tanner showering every night before I got into bed not having animals, like very just me living alone. I washed them once every two weeks. And then now that I have a boyfriend and two German Shepherds and everyone's getting in the bed and like getting, you know, just like gross like things that happen in life. Um, I wash my sheets once a week, sometimes twice a week if the dogs bring in mud or something and get it on the bed, which we try not to, but we do have carpets so that factors into it because carpets like carries all that grossness so make sure you're washing your sheets enough for me personally that's what I do but I would recommend at least every two weeks if you're not doing that um if you're kind of like a person who's a clean freak like me once a week is definitely fine I just do it twice a week if something happens or I feel like it needs it and I feel ugh. like if I feel gross the first thing I do is wash my sheets so one of my tips is definitely to go out in nature more. I'm going to talk about that with self-care, just to spend more time in nature. But for the environment, what you can do is bring plants inside. So I have plants all over my kitchen. I love them. If you're not a plant girly, never fear. You don't, you don't have to do this. But I feel like bringing nature inside is really beneficial for me and my health. I am a Taurus. If you don't know what that is, it's an earth sign in the horoscope sign vibes. Um, I really value earth. I value nature. I value ground. It's honestly very grounding for me, no pun intended. So bringing nature inside just means a lot to me. There are like bugs and things um, who are going to be gross and like, if you take care of your plants, you're not going to get bugs, but you have to do it correctly or there will be like certain things you're bringing inside. So that is one thing to think about, but plants overall, I highly, highly recommend bringing them into your house. They also create oxygen and things like that. So like, it's a good time. I like it. I would recommend it if you're trying to bring like a naturey feel inside and you want to be around nature more, or maybe you live somewhere where it's really cold and you can't exactly go outside a lot. Get yourself a plant, okay? 
we love them they're so nice they're a vibe i have one literally behind me if you're watching i have i think they're called pothos pothos correct me if i did that wrong pronounced it wrong but they're really easy to keep alive highly recommend as a starter plant a good time last thing for environment is less harsh lighting i know i'm literally saying this sitting in front of a ring light but less harsh lighting in your house ladies salt lamps lamps in general get the light bulbs that aren't like that crazy harsh lighting color i can't remember what they're called but soft lighting is like a thing if you say that people know what you're talking about um don't have harsh lighting it screws with your circadian rhythm it is not a good time and it honestly gives me headaches it makes me more stressed so i would not recommend it less harsh lighting in your house especially somewhere that's meant to be a cozy place for you to unwind and feel comforted yeah don't need harsh lighting in your house girl you don't need that none of that so we are going to jump into self-care number one and this is like very, very base if you are just getting into the it girl lifestyle and you don't know where to start. Girl, you need to be practicing self-care daily. Some sort of active self-care. Do something for yourself every day. Um, self-care is essential. Obviously, skincare prevents aging, keeps you from getting acne, uh, keeps you healthy. It is the first sign that something's going wrong inside of you, I feel like. Like, your stomach health is very heavily tied to, like, your acne, your hormones. So, taking care of your skin and being aware of what's going on is super beneficial. Self-care is obviously more than that. Like, there's meditating and, like, doing mental self-care, spiritual self-care, physical self- You You get the gist. So, we're going to get into all of it but make sure you're practicing self-care every single day i know life can get in the way but you should love yourself too you shouldn't just love everyone else all the time 24 7 that is how you get burnt out i know because i've been there and we're not people pleasing anymore so you shouldn't be doing that anyway number two focus on you and your boundaries you should have boundaries in place boundaries are not a bad thing they get a bad rep but they should not be something negative that you feel like you should feel guilty for doing everyone sets boundaries some people just set looser boundaries than others for example people should probably know and probably don't call you at four in the morning unless there's an emergency right that's a boundary whether you know it or not it's kind of like a social boundary where like people just kind of know not to call each other at four in the morning unless it's an emergency unless you're like really close and it's like fine but in general that's a boundary that is just kind of put on by society that we all have now you can set stricter boundaries you can tell people hey after nine o'clock i'm going to bed don't call me that's making it a little bit stricter that's just an example you can set all kinds of boundaries obviously um but you need to focus on yourself and whatever is limiting you from doing that start setting boundaries so that it becomes a little bit easier for you boundaries are important you need them trust me your life will change when you allow yourself to grow and focus on that self-development as well as self-care because you put these boundaries in place focus on finding independence this one can be hard i know that my codependent girlies including myself have a hard time feeling independent especially when you have depended on someone for so long it's hard to think of yourself as your own unique being who could handle anything this is everything from like financial independence to physical independence social independence whatever like if you did not have anyone in the world no one in your life 
not like that that would happen, but you, you know what I'm saying? If there was no one else around, would you be able to stand on your own two feet? And if not, ask yourself why and get into that, dive into that. That is another great journal prompt because being independent is very liberating and very helpful benefit. I don't even know. Like it's kind of essential to becoming an it girl because she's her own girl. She's her own person. She is that main character and she doesn't need a man on her arm or anyone, a best friend that she has to do everything with. She doesn't need any of that because she is confident within herself. There's nothing wrong with having people in your life. There's nothing wrong with being dependent on people to a certain degree, but your, your whole life and your happiness should not depend on any single person or thing, okay? You should be independent without all those things. So I kind of talked about it a little bit, but you need to get on that skincare routine. You need to have some sort of skincare routine. And I cannot, I, I can't really tell you exactly what to put in your skincare routine because everyone's skin is different. Everyone reacts to different things, has different allergies, has oilier, uh, drier skin. Like there are all these things and I'm not gonna tell you what is best for you because I'm not a dermatologist and this is not like a one-on-one -on -one consultation. But I will tell you that for me personally, less is more. Like I don't try and put a ton of products on my face or load my face with anything. And some good places to start is to get vitamin C, retinol, and moisturizer. Definitely research what brand and such on your own because it's gonna be different based on what kind of face you have. And don't be afraid to go get a consultation. Um, if you go to Ulta and like ask people, say like hey i have more oily skin or whatever they'll be more than happy to help you sephora i think they're the same way if you need to go to the dermatologist and get a get a consultation on that um they're happy to help you or just do some digging on youtube for places that are like do i have oily combination or drier skin like just type that in and they'll be able to help you out i'm not gonna make a whole youtube video about it right now like i'm not gonna go into a 20 minute spiel about skin types and what's best for you based on that but do your own research. If you are interested in me doing a podcast episode on that, on that, I'd be more than happy to dive into like a whole topic on what skincare routine is best based on what kind of skin you have. But I'm not going to do it right now. And definitely tell me if you want that because that's something that I probably won't do unless I know for a fact you guys want it because it's kind of a hit or miss thing. But yeah, those are good places to start. Do your own research. Let me know what you find because I'm curious. But a skincare routine is essential. Like I said, morning, honestly, morning and night, you should have some sort of skincare routine going. Like I put on moisturizer after I just like splash my face with water in the morning. And then at night I do the heavier stuff and put on a sleep mask. And that's what works for me. But I do something both times. It's like brushing your teeth twice a day. Like you should do it twice a day. Jumping in to your emotional health. You should be letting yourself feel your feelings. What I like to think is let your emotions flow through you. They flow in, you experience them, and then they flow right back out. So you're not sitting there just thinking about how you feel and it's staying attached to you forever and you're just letting it simmer. But you're also not stuck with it and like, I don't know, you're not stuck with it, but you're also not ignoring it, you know? It's just flowing through you. It flows, you feel it, and then it keeps on flowing. Definitely be open to being emotional. You shouldn't be closed off to your emotions, but you shouldn't let it keep you from doing things forever either. So let your emotions flow through you. You are not your emotions. Also, don't say, 
I am sad, say I am feeling sad. Because when you say that you are an emotion, it tends to linger with you longer. But when you say that you are feeling a certain way, it's more distant and it's not attached directly to you. It's just a feeling. Make sure you're telling yourself positive affirmations. And one thing I wanna say about that is you need to mean it. So I started doing a thing where I say positive informations like, informations, no, positive affirmations where I'm like, I'm beautiful, I'm loved, I'm confident, I'm worthy. But I would do it when I'm doing other things. And it's not that it didn't work, like it definitely still had an impression on my subconscious to a certain extent because that's what you're trying to do is impress your subconscious so that you truly believe it. But it would have been way more effective if I actually was thinking about it and meant it. So whether you're talking to yourself in the mirror, whether you are writing it down on paper, make sure that you are engaged with this conversation with yourself and you actually mean it and you are saying it with power and with intention because if you're just like, oh, I'm worthy, I'm beautiful, da 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 and you're driving and you're thinking about a thousand things, you're gonna be like, I'm worthy, I'm beautiful. Ooh, I need to get this from the grocery store. I'm worthy, I'm beautiful. Oh, I'm gonna be late for work. Like, you just need to make sure you're being intentional and actually mean it and focused on the topic at hand. So, positive affirmations, but actually mean it. Focus on heatless hairstyles. This is my goal for 2024. Um, A little fun little sneak peek. I'm doing a podcast series on my TikTok where I try out that girl slash it girl slash clean girl items like just things that people have thought have been trendy or whatever I'm gonna try them out and tell you if they work or not so that's a new series coming up on my TikTok make sure to follow at that girl the pod if you're not already it's gonna be happening soon and one of the things I'm gonna be doing is the heatless hairstyles that are so trendy right now I'm gonna be trying them out um but focus on those more don't be putting as much heat on your hair Definitely be using heat protectant if you are, but you know, something, invest in, in those things because if they do work, they're usually not that expensive and if they do work, your hair will thank you later. You have so much healthier, more voluminous, beautiful hair that's not fried. Take it from someone who has fried her hair on multiple occasions. I prefer my hair beautiful, luscious, and long than fried and heat can really damage it. So. I definitely still use heat on my hair. I'm not saying to not use it every once in a while, but maybe try out some heatless hairstyles that are going to help you long term. Align your energy with your future self. I love this. This is something that I've been trying to do where when you feel bleh and you don't know what you're doing, a little bit lost, just picture who you want to be in the future. Picture her and get down to detail. Think about exactly what she looks like, exactly what she's wearing, exactly what her job is, exactly what she's doing, and embody her because that's what an it girl does. An it girl is living in her future self vibes. She's present, like she's in the present, but she is emanating her highest version of herself who has everything that she wants. And you can definitely do that right now. Literally, if you just feel eh, just envision her and show up as her. Envision your future self and you know, just like cosplay as her until you become her. It works, I promise you. Think about what you consume and how it affects you. An example of this is reality TV. When I watch reality TV, I tend to be a little bit pettier. I tend to be a little bit meaner. I tend to be a little bit less engaged. I'm a little bit more materialistic. There's a lot of things that I do when I watch reality TV that I don't exactly agree with and I don't think are the best way to go about things. So what I'm telling you is to 
just be mindful of what you consume and like I'm gonna say with everything else there's nothing wrong with reality TV just maybe if you also tend to act a certain way after you watch it limit how much you watch it be more intentional about what you are consuming and be more intentional about what you are watching viewing whatever like I'm not saying I never watch reality TV. There are times when I get home and I'm drained and all I want to do is watch something that has absolutely no effect on my life and no productivity whatsoever. Great, reality TV. But it's not something that I should be watching every single night. I know that like you sh like sometimes you get bored with productive podcasts and like motivational podcasts and whatever. Like I get it. I get overwhelmed and when I get overwhelmed and I feel like I'm doing too much, sometimes listening to motivational or productive podcasts really freaks me out. So I do want to watch stupid things, but I just have to make sure that I am aware of that and what I'm consuming like is intentional and I'm doing it with a purpose and I'm not just consuming all these things that have all these effects on me like if I listen to sad music I tend to be in a sad mood <laughs> you know like I have negative energy if I listen to sad things like little things like that just make sure that what you are consuming you are aware of how it's affecting you and then move with intention keep promises to yourself that is going to build your self-confidence which we've talked about how important self-confidence is make sure that if you make a promise to yourself whether it's I'm going to take the trash out tonight and whether it's I'm going to go to the gym tonight I'm gonna write a book, like whatever it is, big or small, like definitely start with the small stuff and work your way up. Make sure you're keeping promises to yourself because that's building your confidence in yourself, which is essential to become an it girl. Last self-care tip, my personal favorite, just add a little flair. You don't have to do this, but it makes things fun and you feel like an it girl, is use eye and face masks. I love them. Love a good eye and face mask. Honestly, if you're gonna binge on anything like if you're gonna spend a lot of money on anything splurge that's the word i'm looking for it should be your skincare i promise you skincare is the place to splurge on it's not makeup it's not clothes i mean quantity over quality still but splurge on your skincare buy the expensive skincare skincare <laughs> skincare buy the expensive skin products the face mask the eye mask because i promise you you won't regret it and it's always gonna be a good investment we're switching gears from self-care to health, kind of the same thing, kind of not. That's why I did them a little bit together because they feel similar, but make sure you're drinking at least 64 ounces of water a day. Drink water. You probably think you drink enough water and I'm going to challenge you and say drink more. Um, unless you already drink more than 64 ounces, then don't listen to me. But I guarantee most people don't, so drink water. Do whatever it takes to make sure you are drinking enough water. Do whatever it takes to motivate yourself to drink water and yeah one thing for me that has definitely helped with that is putting fruit in your water i personally like strawberries mint and cucumber in my water i just cut up strawberries and cucumber put a couple mint leaves in there let it sit for a couple hours and then i have a little concoction made i love it i love fruit in my water find what works best for you obviously lemon water is a popular one but people put all kinds of things in water go on pinterest shop around, see what sounds good, try it out. But it definitely motivates me to drink more water. It just tastes like fresh and yummy and I like it. I think you would probably like it too. I highly, highly recommend it. Meditating and doing breath work, doing some sort of spiritual ritual every day is helpful regardless of what religion you are. If you are Christian, maybe it's reading the Bible. If you are um, atheist, maybe it is meditating. Whatever your religion is, 
definitely doing something of religious value every day is important but making sure that you're doing breath work regardless of what religion you are in is super super important also make sure that you are meditating and getting your mind in a good state like make sure that you are in a state where you feel calm able to tackle the day um I don't know meditating just has so many positive aspects maybe I'll do a, a freaking episode that's just like all the research behind meditation and why you should do it let me know if I should do that but it is so good for you and I highly recommend doing it obviously breath work is good for you I'm not even going to go into why that's good for you but you should definitely set aside even five to ten minutes a day to do that and it's gonna make a huge difference on you it's gonna take time you're not immediately gonna be like yes everything's great my life is amazing it's gonna take a little bit of time but I highly recommend doing it because you will just feel better like you'll just feel better move your body in some way daily I'm not saying to go out of your way and work out if you can work out every day girl get to it like that would be essential but I know that that's not practical for everyone um so if you're wanting to become like an it girl you know uh, definitely move your body in some way daily, whether that's a 30 minute walk outside, whether that's going to the gym, whatever works for you, walking around your house, playing with your dog, like getting some sort of movement. I recommend about 30 minutes minimum, getting some sort of movement in that is not just like getting up and going to work and like walking to your desk and then walking back to your car, you know, like little things like that, that's outside of your standard routine is so important. So make sure that you are at least getting some sort of movement in, if not working out each day or doing something super active. Obviously it's important to take care of your mind, body and soul. So nourish all three of these at least once every day. Make sure you're taking time to feed all three of them and care for them and love on them every single day. I know it's hard and I know you're probably thinking, gosh, this is a lot to do every day, but do it. <laughs> I promise you, it's going to make a difference. So let's talk about food. Make sure that you are having a colorful plate. When you are eating each meal, make sure there's a pop of color in it. And I'm talking vegetables. I am talking protein. I am not talking processed food. Obviously, you can only avoid processed food to a certain degree. That's the world we live in. But avoid it as much as you can. Eat healthy. Make sure you're getting all of your vitamins. Um, on that note, also make sure you're taking supplements. I've talked about this before. I'm not going to tell you what supplements specifically to take. That is between you and your doctor. Definitely ask them. But what I did is I got my blood drawn a couple times. I have a lot of health problems, so got a couple blood draws. And I noticed that every single time I got my blood drawn, I had low vitamin D and low B12. So I started taking supplements that are for vitamin D and B12, and I found one I liked, and I feel infinitely better. I also take fish oil. That's a good general one. If you want to grow your hair out or things like that, make sure you're taking fish oil. But those are the three that I take, and I definitely talked to my doctor about it and thought and figured out what would be best for me. I recommend you do that as well because you never know you could be low on something and then be taking the totally wrong supplement or if you're looking for a good overall thing take a multivitamin. I personally recommend Ritual's multivitamin um, for women over the age of 18. If you're looking for a good one that is a good one. I think it's a $40 subscription a month. I haven't taken it in a while because I started taking things more specific to what I need um, but it's a good one to start with. 
I think it's like a subscription. Yeah, I think it's like $40 a month and it's a subscription. So it just keeps coming every month and you can pause it and things like that. But I highly recommend that one if you're looking for a good one to start with. Make sure you're expanding your knowledge. It's good to have a hobby that you enjoy learning about, like something that you enjoy learning about that has nothing to do with your work or anything that you can just research. Like I love animals, love animals. I can tell you so many random facts about animals. And it's because in my free time, I like to watch documentaries on animals. You know, like I do that because I genuinely enjoy it. I'm expanding my knowledge. It's good for me. And it has nothing to do with my job or anything. I just purely enjoy it and I'm expanding my knowledge. So find something you enjoy and read about it, listen to podcasts about it, whatever. You should just be constantly expanding your knowledge in some way. Obviously not like 24 seven, we all need breaks, but do things to improve yourself and all that, you know, all that good stuff. I, I kind of feel like a little bit of a broken record at this point, but do that at least a couple of times a week, make sure that you're doing things that kind of make you feel like you're growing as a person. My next tip is to spend time in nature. It's so good for you, it's good for your mind, it's good for your body, and it's good for your soul. I know it can be cold out, but just do it for five or 10 minutes if you can't really stand to be outside. Um, you should be in direct sunlight for at least 30 minutes a day, so make sure you're doing that. Being in a window is like, okay, it's not the exact same, but if you absolutely cannot stand it, you can be in a window. Um, but that's the minimum you should be in direct sunlight. I need to work on that. I maybe am if I'm including driving and like the sun coming through my car, but you definitely should be in direct sunlight for 30 minutes a day. Um, and nature is just so important. It's literally what we were born in like in the world when the world started all that we had was nature and we've kind of built on that on our own accord but I think getting back to our roots and like just going out in nature is very healing so if you're becoming an it girl having a good mindfulness routine is good and I think that spending time in nature helps us do that make sure you're taking at least 10,000 steps a day this seems like a lot but once you get into it, it's really not that bad. I actually need to get back into this. Um, that goes with your move your body daily. I think that a good way to combine a lot of these is to go for a walk outside because then you're moving your body, you're in nature, and you're getting towards those 10,000 steps, and you're in direct sunlight. So, guys, hot girl walks outside. What, what, what did I tell you? So, 10,000 steps a day. Did I say 10 steps? I meant 10,000 if I said 10. These are important. Make sure you're doing this. You're working out, which is good for endorphins and all that good stuff, and good for your body and good for your soul and all those things. You know, doing all of these things is really so deeply intertwined and until you start really exploring that for yourself and realizing it for yourself, I don't think you'll understand. So if you haven't already started implementing all these things and really diving into it and like doing research on the importance of all of this, then you probably won't understand how much better you'll feel when you do it and how it will just make such better impact on not just one thing, but on multiple things. Like then, I don't know, like it's not just about being an it girl when it comes to doing these things. It's about transforming your life from like a health standpoint like you'll just feel better I don't even know how else to explain it so definitely 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 um start implementing all of these things they sound silly and they sound like a lot but 
they're worth it. Like I wouldn't be telling you anything that isn't worth it. Take cold showers. I think this is the last health tip I have. Yep. And then we only have one more section, but um, take cold showers. It resets your system. I'm not telling you to go take a 20 minute shower. I think some people work up to five minutes, but I do like 30 seconds, not 30 minutes, 30 seconds. It's not something that you probably are gonna be able to do overnight if you're like me and you're a baby and like you get cold really easily, but it like kind of shocks your nervous system. So if you're anxious, it gets rid of that. It shocks like your muscles and all those things. So you'll feel better after. It literally just does a hard reset on you. It's like turning your computer off and on, but for your body. So if you can do it for like two minutes, girly, shoot for the stars, shoot for five minutes. If you have to work your way up, don't feel silly. Don't feel like, inadequate or anything because I do too. It's not like an overnight thing, but this is what all the health gurus are doing. It's they are taking cold showers. If you do not know that, now you do. Ah, oh, I forgot a tip. So going back to environment, because I forgot to tell you guys this with environment, just like one tip, um, plan your days the night before. That's it. Just make sure you you know what you're doing the night before. It makes a huge difference. You don't feel stressed. Lay your clothes out the night before. Make sure you know what time you need to leave and all those things, what you're gonna eat. Just make it easy for yourself so that you don't get as stressed when you wake up in the morning. So let's talk about our last section. This has been a episode and a half, guys. If you are still here, XOXO, I love you. Um, also, make sure to comment down below, let's do a flower emoji. Comment the pink flower emoji if you are still listening and you're on a platform where you can comment because I'm gonna know who the girlies are who are ride or die, who are down to clown. I don't really know what I'm talking about. It's Wednesday after work. You guys know that I'm getting a little tired, but yeah, okay. Let's jump into these overall tips and then we will have all of everything sorted out to become an it girl and you're gonna go do it and you're gonna be the it girl and you better remember me when you're famous okay um main character energy make sure you have main character energy obviously i'm not talking about being an absolute jerk like people have started posting these youtube videos and calling them like main character energy and it's just people being karens and like being selfish assholes that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about walking in a room like you own it um be graceful be kind be a beautiful human being still but just know your worth have that main character energy know that you are the main character in your own life like you are the most important person in your life the most important relationship you're gonna have is with yourself so walk in like you are worthy and like you own the place because you have a main character energy like I said still be humble kind confident all those things but main character energy Time management. All of this is about time management. I know you're probably very overwhelmed and you're probably like, what the heck, how am I gonna get all this done in a day? You are, you're, you're gonna be, it's possible, but you need to manage your time wisely. So girly, get yourself a planner if you don't have one. Plan things in your phone, set alarms. You can get it all done. You just have to be efficient with your time and stop wasting time doing things that don't matter. Get into journaling. I mentioned a gratitude journal earlier. When you're saying your positive affirmations, you should also be saying what you're grateful for. Um, write it down in a journal if you're really that kind of girly. I need to start gratitude journaling. I usually just say it out loud, but when I talked about like how you should mean it, I feel like I have issues where I talk about what I'm grateful for. Like I say it out loud while I'm doing other things as well, and it doesn't have the same impact. So I want to start journaling it and just writing it down because it, it's so much more meaningful when you do. This one is, I think, 
one that people underestimate or don't think about, but move in silence. You don't need to post everything on social media. You can be that mysterious girly if you need to spin it to yourself to make it sound more romantic. Like, we're romanticizing everything, by the way. I've started doing that a long time ago. You should romanticize every aspect of your life. But you are moving in silence. No one needs to know. No one needs to know what you're doing. No one needs to know what you're up to. No one needs to know if you fail or succeed. No one needs to know, okay? Move in silence. You're going to feel so much less pressure and it's going to just be like a vibe. I don't know. I don't even know how else to put it. You just feel better when you move in silence. Have goals. Sounds silly, but you should do it. You should have goals, okay? You should have some sort of goal that you're working towards. You should have health goals. You should have personal goals. You should have career goals. You should have something in your life that excites you that you can't wait to achieve and that you daydream about, okay? Something, you just need something to work towards and improve because if you don't have something to work towards and you don't have a, a aspect where you can improve yourself, then life's gonna be boring and it's not gonna be fun and you're gonna have no motivation. So you need goals. We are ambitious queens here. Actions over words, not just for other people, but for yourself. Make sure they align. And not only should they align, but like I said, make sure you are watching people's actions and not their words. Because as we all know, actions speak louder than words. So make sure that you are moving as a person who is honest, kind, and with intent. And then make sure that the people you surround yourself with also have actions that align with their words and that align with what you are looking for in that relationship and the like morals of someone that you want to be around be present i've done so many podcast episodes on being present you can watch any of those to know the importance of being present and do a deep dive into why you should be present and how to be present when you're anxious i've covered all of it but you should be present in the moment and just like love where you're at live the life you love, all those things, live, laugh, love, in that moment. Find what your traits and skills are best suited for. So what are you good at? What can your traits and skills be used for? It doesn't have to be what you do as a career. It doesn't have to be what you do every day, but you should find something that you love to do that you are good at because it builds your confidence. What are you good at? What brings you joy? Where, can, where does your passion and skills align? There you go. Once you find that, like I said, it doesn't have to be a career. It can just be a hobby. But find something you enjoy. Find something you're good at because it doesn't hurt when people tell you that you're good at something. Like, it doesn't hurt when people are like, wow, you're really good at that. That makes you feel good. It builds your confidence. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, find things you're good at and do them. It's really that simple. Like, find one thing you enjoy that you are good at and that you can do. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> And my final, final tip, I have talked about it this entire episode over and over again, but it is to be intentional, queen. Be intentional with your time. Be intentional with what you say. Be intentional with your actions. Be intentional with how you spend your time, what you do, all of the things, every aspect of your life. Be intentional, and then you will become the it girl of the internet of 2023, of 2024, of your dreams, okay? This has been a long episode, but hopefully it's been a good one. Hopefully you got your little notepad out. You wrote some things down. Hopefully you were designing a morning and night routine. Hopefully you were envisioning a lifestyle that you cannot wait to partake in and start working on. 
um hopefully you love this episode <laughs> if you did don't forget to give it a thumbs up or a rating and review depending on what platform you're on also don't forget to follow share with a girly that you think would also love this episode and let me know what you thought about it um i think that's pretty much it i upload every single sunday and wednesday my links are down below you can follow me on instagram and tiktok um they're both at that girl the pod and I will see you guys later. I love you so, so much. If you're watching this on Wednesday, I hope you have a great night. If you're watching this on any other day, I hope you have a great morning, afternoon, or night. And I think that's it. Okay, bye guys. Love you.